This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Look at the uh, current numbers, the number of cases in British Columbia uh, now up to 12 cases. You look across Canada, 33 uh, across the entire country. But man, oh man, you take a look at what's happening next door. In Washington State, now 10 fatalities in Washington State. Uh, Another fatality now reported in California. That's the first one, first fatality south of the border, actually outside of Washington State. 10 dead in Washington State is uh, troubling, to to say the least. A lot of it, those, those deaths concentrated around a senior's care home in the Seattle area. And you can bet that care homes in British Columbia and across the country, taking careful note of that. We don't want to see uh, something similar happen here. Let's check in with Jennifer Lyle now. She's the uh, CEO of Safe Care, which uh, is, is a group that, uh, well, maybe you could tell me what you guys do there. Jennifer, thanks for coming on. What do you do at Safe Care? Yeah, and thanks for having me. Um, so just really simply put, Safe Care BC is the Workplace Health and Safety Association for the continuing care sector. So uh, we cover all the non-health authority, uh, long-term care, and also home care providers across the province of British, British Columbia. So it's about uh, just over 860 different organizations across the province. Wow, okay, that's important work you do there as we care for our seniors for sure. Uh, have we had any coronavirus cases in care homes in BC? No, no, yeah, we have not. Good. That's good. What do you think about what's going on in Washington State? Well, I mean, obviously it's concerning, but um, I, I do want to reassure people that this is something that, um, you know, obviously COVID-19 is a new disease, but, um, you know, dealing with uh, respiratory illnesses, so for example, and then and also outbreaks, things like the flu, these are things that the long-term care sector uh, deals with on an annual basis. So when we're talking about, you know, infection prevention and control practices, these are already protocols and practices that are our are very well established in BC. And really what it is, is it's just ensuring that we're applying it appropriately in a new context. Yeah, sure. Because you guys are concerned about the flu, for example, right? Oh, for sure. Like we're still in the middle of flu season right now. Um, I was actually talking to a care home recently that just had an outbreak, um, but they were able to to squash it in their words really quickly because they are, you know, they've got these practices in place and they were able to identify the problem and respond quickly to it. And that's really what we're all about. We're talking about prevention here. Okay. And what what would you do in a case like that? Like if you do have an outbreak, how would a care home typically respond? Well, there's a couple steps that happen before that. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it bears mentioning that a, a lot of the work that we're doing right now, especially with regards to COVID-19, is in that preventative lens. So, you know, ensuring that care providers and, and care workers, too, because they're on the front lines dealing with this, have the yep. information about the, you know, how COVID-19 spreads, um, what practices are effective in uh, preventing spread. So, and that means everything from how do you clean to what equipment do you need? Um, and also to ensuring that we've got good, sensitive um, surveillance systems in place. And I don't mean that like cameras in the room. What I mean is like being able to detect when someone is sick and being able to respond quickly to that. Okay. Speaking of the information, are you, are you satisfied with the government's performance on this file so far in terms of getting the information out there that you need? 
Yeah, you know, I, I, I have no doubt they have a really tough job. And, you know, yeah. I think they've done a good job in terms of getting information out to the public. We have had ongoing conversations um, as an association with the Ministry of Health, particularly about long-term care, but also home care too. Because again, we're all about trying to, to get as much information out there to the people who need it so that they can be safe on the job and by extension be safe to, um, you know, increase the safety of those that they're, they're providing care for too. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you on the um, the information part of it. I think that this the government and Health Minister Adrian Dix has, has done, a, I think, a good job. And he was my guest earlier on the show here today. Uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry, the province's chief health officer, I think, has is, is also done well in just getting the information quickly out to the public. It, it just seems like when when something happens, they get a development, they've been pretty quick to turn it around. And by the way, they've uh, they've called another news conference here for 3.30. So Adrian Dix and Dr. Bonnie Henry, 3.30, with another update on coronavirus and COVID-19. And I know CKNW is planning to bring that live, so make sure you keep it locked here. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if maybe they've identified, uh, identified another case. When you're dealing with um, care homes in, in the province, speaking to Jennifer Lyle, Safe Care BC, have you guys had any struggles in getting the equipment that you need, whether it's surgical masks, hand sanitizers, sanitizing wipes, you know, the stuff that people are buying. Now, has that been a problem for you guys in the, in the care home sector? Yeah, it's definitely an area of concern for us. And, uh, you know, I do want to stress that it is common practice right now just in continuing care to have stockpiles of certain critical supplies because, again, you know, we deal with outbreaks on an annual basis. We need to have extra supplies on hand to, to respond to that. Yeah. Um, we are seeing reports, and we did a survey earlier this month, or sorry, earlier in, in February, just to assess uh, if people were having any issues ordering new supplies in. And a majority of respondents to that survey indicated yes. And one of the major wow. issues they're having is with getting, you know, surgical masks in or, or what they're called procedural masks. So, you know, again, that's something that we're being really proactive on. We've been working with the Ministry of Health um, and the provincial, provincial Health Officer on this file just to keep them apprised as to what's happening. Um, we have also been working proactively with any member organizations that have identified issues with, you know, serious supply shortages so that we can connect them with alternative suppliers. We can look at other measures um, and also think creatively in terms of solutions because there's the stuff we can implement right now, but we also need to be prepared for what might happen three months down the road when we're still dealing with supply chain disruptions. Yeah, what do you guys need? Is it just the surgical mask that's in short supply or there is other stuff you're having trouble getting? Well, surgical masks is definitely an area of concern for us. We're also seeing uh, issues with regards to N95 respirators, although that's yeah. more so in, you know, more of an a acute care context that that's going to be used, not that's so much like the, in long-term care. That's like care. The, full, the full face mask that a care provider can put on to protect them, right? Uh, it, it, basically, what it does is it filters out particles, so it's, it's intended to be used as a respirator. For long-term yeah. care, you're usually looking at things like just surgical masks. Um, we're also seeing issues with gloves um, and also hand sanitizer. So that's why, again, you know, we're not looking at situations where we're looking at widespread um, shortages. But what we are looking at is, again, people having issues ordering in new supplies. So we want to get in front of this because obviously we don't want to be in that situation three months down the road where we are looking at widespread shortages. And quite frankly, the public has an important role to play in this, too. Um, just to ensure that we're not, you know, engaging, and I know this is really hard, but to ensure that we're not engaging in panic buying and yeah. inappropriate hoarding of supplies. 
Right. Yeah. Because if people are hoarding stuff, I mean, that's just that's just less equipment that's available to to the most vulnerable population, which is our seniors. Because this um, this virus is is particularly hurting seniors, right? I mean, the people uh, and disproportionately hurting people that we we've seen in some of the fatalities in other jurisdictions. Yeah, and you know, I don't want healthcare workers to get lost in that conversation yeah. either, because you know, uh, you know, for me, if I don't want to be around sick people, <laughs> I'm fortunate in my job; I don't have to be. Healthcare workers don't have that choice. We need right. to ensure that they're protected. So, you know, again, from the public standpoint, there's a lot people can do to help with that. Um, some really basic stuff: if you're sick, don't go into a care home. Really simply yeah. put, um, you know, if you're you're going into a care home, even right now, you'll notice there's signs out that say, "Please wash your hands." There's hand sanitizer stations right at the front door. You them. Um, if you if you have a cough or you have a sneeze, and I really hope you're not bringing that into a care home if you do, but you know, ensuring that we're practicing good cough etiquette, cough into the crease of your elbow, um, right. not into your hand. So again, these are just really simple things, but everybody has a role to play in it. Okay, great advice there. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. That is Jennifer Lyle. She is the CEO of Safe Care BC, talking about some of the planning going on for care homes for seniors in British Columbia with the coronavirus outbreak.